2: March is here, and the madness has officially begun. It's time for you to shoot your shot and score big on the nonstop action with my bookie. Select the winners from 63 tournament games in the MyBookie bracket contest for a chance at $10,000 in cash prizes, and it's only a dollar to enter. It doesn't matter whether you're filling out multiple brackets, betting the national championship winner, or simply looking for player and game props. MyBookie has you covered. Sign up today at mybookie.ag and use promo code ZABE to secure a deposit bonus up to $1,000. And make sure you use my promo code so they know I hooked you up. That's promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, to claim your first deposit bonus. College ball, NBA, NHL, no matter the sport, no matter the minute, mybookie puts the action in your hands with in-game live betting. And with choices from thousands of lines and odds, you can turn any game day into payday. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Today on the Zabecast, it was a jam-packed afternoon in the Mobile Strike studio. The new Monday Dream Team, Andy and Sally, and we covered a lot of ground, including Gonzaga's Thriller over UCLA, the radio and TV calls. Does Skip Bayless' tweet belong in the Louvre or the dumpster? The new 17-game NFL schedule, Dan Snyder is more powerful than ever, and a whole lot more. Your 45-minute dose of me is locked and loaded, so... Buckle up and let's go.
3: <laughs> Here we go.
2: Monday, April 5th, 2021. Thank you for downloading. It is great to be back in the home studio. Hope you had a wonderful Easter Sunday with your family or friends. Or if you are not observant, hope you had a nice Sunday afternoon. Watching whatever it was you were going to watch. The third day of the Major League Baseball season. Uh, Jordan Spieth win again on the PGA Tour. Hey, how about that? Heading right into Augusta this week. Uh, Maybe the uh, drive, chip, and putt competition from Augusta. I'm still a sucker for it, but man, it's it's going on almost 10 years now. I think we're seven or eight years into this thing. And I got all sort of caught up in the moment in the first couple of years. Like, look at these kids. They're so great. Look, it's so cute. They've got such great. Now I'm just bitter. Now I see 15-year-old girls carry the ball 250 in the air with their driver. And I'm like, "Uh, once I used to be able to do that when I really got it good. But that sucks. So I'm now just bitter. And I text my friend saying, yeah, well, you know, if all I had to worry about was spelling and what what I was going to eat for lunch that day, whether it was a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or grilled cheese, yeah, I could probably work on my game too. Would be nice, right? Would be nice if I was 14 and not arthritic and old and fat and grumpy. Okay. How do we get off the rails on this? Okay. Let's get back on the rails. Oh, as you can tell, my voice is still not right. That's great. I'm so happy about it. I've got water here. I'm trying to drink as much water as I can. Mm. Something's going on So, gonna go back to the doctor and say Doctor, step it up Next level, this is not getting any better And don't say, well, don't drink this And don't eat that And make sure you do this, that, and the other thing I can't do all that shit Give me medicine to fix it You know I can't fix what's going on here So, that said um, Where do we begin today? Oh, why don't we begin With a tradition Unlike any other it's Masters Week, everybody. And here's a tradition that has been going on with me for some time now, and it does involve the game of golf. As you know, I have what is essentially my personal Masters Tournament every year in Pinehurst, North Carolina, which has a lot of the vibe of Augusta National. It's got the tall loblolly pines and a beautiful Carolina blue skies. It's quite similar. That said, I have this tournament that has been going on 19 years. This will be the 19th annual Malcolm McLeod Memorial. And over the years, of course, we have lost good men to this tournament. Men who just sort of wafted off. Favorites on the trip like Kevin Clark. He was so fun. What happened to him? Oh, he got married and had kids. Adam McKay, sign boy. What happened to him? Oh, yeah. Same thing. Dr. Irby, the Cairo. Whatever it happened, nobody liked him. And then there was guys like Fixie, who we still keep in touch with, who was such a fun element on the trip. And he's around. He lives in D.C. He belongs to Congressional Country Club, because <clears throat> he's got money, and he's invited me out there. He's generous with the invites, but that was a long time ago. Doesn't want to come down to Pinerson anymore. He used to be a fixture on the trip. Very sad. So over the years, I've dipped into the well of you people, who you calling you people. I've dipped into the well of you listeners who are also fanatic golfers to help replenish the ranks and to keep the pool of players in the Malcolm Fresh. And I would say now, I I think this year's field is about 50% guys that I met from the radio, which is wonderful. Which brings me to this next thing. I have approximately three spots out of 20 that are open right now. If you would like to join us in uh, North Carolina, Pinehurst, North Carolina, you got to get there. I'm not going to hold your hand on that. You can fly into Raleigh. You can fly into Charlotte. Better to fly into Raleigh. You can drive there if you are somewhere in the Carolinas or Virginia or wherever, but uh, you can join us and it is, oh, shit. Shit, where's my phone? Uh, Does anyone know where the calendar function is on my uh, desktop here? I I should know the date's cold, but I don't. Okay. What's new in calendar? Fuck, what's new in calendar? Just give me the months here, okay? Uh, We're talking the weekend of, arrive Thursday, May 20th, and then 36 holes on Friday the 21st. At mid-pine at Pine Needles Golf Resort, where we're staying, we've got a big cabin right on the driving range at Pine Needles. It is incredible. It's got a giant great room with a pool table and a, a, a big TV and couches where we hang out at night. And, <clears throat> excuse me. God damn this voice. Um, and we. Uh, Yeah, so we stay right there. We play 36 holes at Pine Needles on Friday. We play 36 holes at Mid Pines across the street on Saturday. That is the more up and down and smaller greens, trickier of the two courses, but every bit is lovely. And then we play Sunday morning uh, at pine needles. And then we pack it up and we say, what a good tournament. Let's go do this again next year. We've done that for 19 years in a row. Not always at this golf course, not always at this place, but this has become basically our new home and it's really good. Uh, cost is around a thousand dollars, give or take, but here's the trick. You got to email me with a short, here's why I'd love to play. And here's, here's my deal. You know, here's, you don't have to be, if you're an 18 handicap, we might need an 18 to balance things out. It's a matter of, do you play a lot? If you're a guy who thinks you're an 18 because you played three times a year, no. I don't need guys that are going to show up with clubs that are seven years old. And they're like, yeah, no, this is fine. So, and I'm going to pick the three who are winners. Now, some of you listening, and this is why I'm putting this cattle call out there have said, I've been emailing you, Zabe, you you know, I went there, I was with you guys two years ago, how come I'm not getting the invite? Or other people who've said, if you ever need an extra, let me know. And I've stashed, I'd said I've stashed away their emails, but you know how things get, they're, they're lost. I don't have time to go look for them. So this is my way of saying, hey, if you emailed me before and tried to get in, but didn't, now's your chance. Send me an email. If you came on one of the previous trips and have not gotten an invite back in the last 2 years, that's okay. It's probably just because of numbers. I don't think there's anybody that I have had come on the trip that I've said I don't want them again. Now, some guys have been a little bit weaker in terms of their abilities to play with the guys at this level, but it's not that we didn't enjoy their company. So, if you are somebody who did come before has been wondering why the invite hasn't been returned again, Give me an email now and you if you want to go. And then if you are a newbie and you want to come on, do that as well. It's a tradition, unlike any other. The Masters. Which begins this week. And it also begins with Keith Olbermann, who is a... I really think he's got serious mental issues. Because he uncorked this rant on his... Instagram, or maybe on his Twitter feed, about boycotting the masters.
4: Take a listen to
2: this unhinged lunatic.
4: This is Oberman versus Confederate Georgia. Great. Now, boycott the masters. Not only has Major League Baseball unexpectedly done exactly the right thing by moving its All-Star game out of Atlanta, but it has, just as importantly, opened the floodgates and put a target on the back of every major sports event, every major non-sports event, and every corporation doing business with Georgia. As an aside, when baseball announced this, thank goodness I was at a checkup in my cardiologist's office. The next big opportunity to do the right thing is Thursday, the Masters Golf Tournament It's not likely they're going to move it out of Augusta, Georgia, the course was segregated there until 1990. The double meaning in a former slave state of Masters is also no coincidence. They will play that tournament. But that does not mean it has to count for anything, nor that it has to be shown on TV. The PGA Tour should declare that the Masters is not an official event and will not be recognized as a major tournament. And ESPN and CBS should not televise it, nor in Canada should the TSN network. Baseball acted quickly
2: and... So so there you go on his take. He basically thinks the Masters was named that way because of the Deep South's previous slaveholding past. He could not be more historically wrong, but that's never stopped Keith Olbermann in the past. What's interesting is that Matthew Barry of ESPN, from his own Twitter account, responded with... And I, I don't think Olbermann is still on ESPN? Does he do anything for him? He used to do some late-night shows. Hold on, let me go to the Google machine. Is... Oberman still employed by ESPN. Oh, oh, he is. Oh, as recently as October 6th of 2020. Oh, wait a minute. No, he left ESPN for YouTube political show. So now he's out again. That's October 9th. Okay, so he's now out. So that makes this from Matt Berry, I guess, a bit more understandable. But Matthew Barry simply replied, shut up up with the following hashtag central park penthouse because Oberman was standing on the balcony of what appears to be his central park penthouse delivering this serious rant or he thinks it's serious. Well, well, well. So, How about that MLB decision, huh, kids? You know, I try not to put the politics in the front of the store, but it's hard not to on this Monday because what MLB has done is an absolute joke. And you just say to yourself, really? Okay, so now what exactly? Applying logic to their decision going forward is not going to be used. They are not going to say, well, since we stand against this, basically, the New York Times... Objects to the new law in Georgia on five significant points, or they think is significant. Voters will have less time to, re- to request absentee ballots. Less time, but I would still imagine plenty of time. There are strict new ID requirements for absentee ballots. Good. It's now illegal for election officials to mail out absentee ballot applications to all voters. That would just be dropping them out of a plane, basically. Uh, drop boxes still exist, but barely. And mobile voting centers, like an RV where you can vote, are now essentially banned. Well, boo effing who? This tweet from Stephen McIntyre, <clears throat> who is, uh, I guess, Canadian, says, Well, Toronto is an MLB team. In Canada here, there are no mail-in ballots or ballot harvesting. Nearly all votes are on one day in person with ID. Votes are counted in front of what are called scrutineers from each and all parties. Does MLB policy prevent Toronto from hosting future all-star games? Well, if you used logic, then of course the answer is yes. But they're not using logic. This is just basically another corporation. This is MLB bowing to the pressures of their corporate sugar daddies, Delta, Coca-Cola, and then letting themselves be weaponized as an arm of the Democratic Party because the Democrats know that they just flipped Georgia by a narrow margin and they want it to never, ever go back to being red again. And that is some hard nose, bare-knuckle politics. But what can be done about it? That's the real problem. Polymath on Twitter has a good point about this, said, been stewing on the MLB All-Star News and finally came to a conclusion. When corporations do this kind of thing, they are literally just another arm of the Democratic Party. It is part of the Democratic playbook to deploy their corporations to override elected state legislatures whenever they can. The difference is you cannot outvote the corporations. They are more powerful than the literal governments and you have no control over them nor any recourse against them. And they serve only one political party. That's the reality we live in. If they could, Democrats would use this power to literally bankrupt conservatives. They would happily throw entire state economies into poverty just to show their hatred and spite against their enemies. You as a conservative are their enemy, not Russia, not China, you. It's hard to disagree with that. And the, and the fact that Delta makes you show an ID to fly in their planes. And yet they're saying, oh, showing an idea, that, that, is, that is unacceptable in voting. It's fucking ridiculous. But here we are. And the Braves put out a statement that said, yeah, we didn't know anything about this and we're not happy about it. Goddamn right they're not happy about it. They are furious. It'd be nice, although they, of course, wouldn't have the balls to do it and really would, not, would get squashed if they did, would be to go on a full-on jihad against Major League Baseball. Because look at the Braves. They got this great, young, exciting team. They got a brand new ballpark. They're trying to make hay out of these years in which they've got a great team, a new ballpark, and fans. And they're trying to sell big time sweets to corporate donors, many of whom are not on the woke side of this issue. Many of whom are Republicans and support Republicans. And they're going, huh, really? Uh, we'll get back to you on our investment for that luxury suite at $500,000 a year for the next 10 years because we were, well, well, you know, uh, Corporation X, I, I thought we were real close here. I thought you were, you'd were agree that it was a good investment for you and your clients and you were ready to sign on the what, what What happened? What the fuck do you think happened? Call your bosses in, on Park Avenue in New York City and tell them, this is the real world consequence of this. The Braves have to sell tickets. In Georgia, that is still very much evenly split Republican-Democrat. They have to sell sweets as well, and this does not. This is the last thing they fucking need. Anyhow, that said, uh, you know the story on this, and you know the bullshit on this. Uh, it's, it's ridiculous. Nothing surprises me, although I will say many things disappoint me, and this one certainly does. Okay, let's get to Solly and Andy in the Mobile Strike Studio this past Sunday. Are you ready, Steve?
3: Uh-huh. Andy? Yeah. Okay.
5: All right, fellas. Let's go! Uh, Lost it?
2: No. I and and so. you called him what, Andy? Marcus Stainister.
6: That Marcus Stainister. And that... Uh, that. <laughs> That's a new one. A new
2: one. Goes to Yiddish
5: vocabulary. I think it's more
6: more descriptive than my daughter's future in-laws.
5: Uh
2: yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. Well boys, here we are on Easter Sunday in an empty parking lot <laughs> in Rockville, Maryland, sister city to Pinneberg, Germany. <laughs> it's good to be back with my Jewish buddies. Did you miss me? I missed you guys. I was I gone for a week. Arizona that. weather is crazy perfect. Was it? Was it? Okay. Crazy sure. perfect. I'm afraid Sally it might be too <laughs> perfect.
5: <laughs> a little bit. You're returning the Arizona pre- weather like I it's th- a Best Buy camera, huh? No,
2: it's not that I'm returning it, but for the first time ever, I was there all week with my in-laws.
5: In the winter when, or in the late spring when Lights. it's supposed to be nice. Go in the summer. <laughs> You'll never – go in August. I've been in the summer. Oh, you have? Okay. Right.
2: But here's the thing. For the first time – that I had been there for any extended period of time. I spent all day thinking, so, what if this was where I lived? Mm-hmm. How would I feel about this? Driving around, <laughs> wonderful, clean, highly developed Scottsdale, Arizona, with all the stores and the restaurants and the neat medians and the desert and the cacti and the whatnot and the perfect weather, day after day.
6: Ah,
3: uh-huh. <laughs>
2: After day.
6: Uh-huh.
2: <laughs>
6: See, what would you do when we have our first big snowstorm here and I'd... you can't do your annual? Oh, we have the worst That's weather right. in the country. I need to move to Arizona. <laughs> you would already be in Arizona.
2: I don't know. It got me to thinking, Sally, maybe there is too much perfect in See? weather. That maybe the variety. Ah. Uh, being means, well, the spice of life. Like
5: here in D.C. where we have a little nippet of everything. Not everything's horrible, but a little of we everything. We got a
2: little sampler platter of everything. Well,
5: your folks are, are winter snowbirds in Arizona, right, for many yeah. years now. Yeah. Don't they tell you it's nice for a couple months in the winter, but oh, I yeah. wouldn't want to live there.
2: Yeah, it- no, my mom is already like, ah, it's getting too hot. So- <laughs> she's, she's ready to come back. Normally they would be back by Easter, what? but because of this year with COVID, going late, waiting to get vaccinated, they're going to come come back later mm. and they don't like it this hot i think my dad doesn't care but my mom is like it's too hot it's too hot right Good for. Now. have they had their
6: vaccines yet they
2: must they have, have yeah yeah. Well, okay. yeah so they're vaccinated Good. so anyway we got a lot to talk about today boys so let's get into it how about that game last night oh, how about that
6: game last night um, you know, early in the game, Pat Forty put out a tweet, and he wrote something like, "I hesitate to type these words, but this is starting to remind me of Kentucky-Duke 1992, in that you had the underdog team. Kentucky, remember, was big underdog to Duke. They were defending national champions, right? And and they came down to the end, and and they stayed in it. They kept taking haymaker after haymaker, and they stayed in the game." And sure enough, I think this matches right up with that game. Don't you? I, I think so.
2: There's some things that have to be noted. Okay. It was played for much of the night in what sounded like A library.
5: Uh, That's right. Fair. You're you're, you're an anti-empty stadiumer.
2: Who wouldn't be? You hate
5: these things. As somebody
2: pointed (laughs) out, if you are Jalen Suggs and you just had the one shining moment Mm. of all time and you stand on a scorer's table to pump your fist and to point to cardboard cutouts, (laughs) to cardboard cutouts, that takes away from the total package. It's it's a minor deduction. It's like a skating judge that says, oh, I noticed a little slip there. It's just a minus one. That's Mm -hmm. all it is. So there's that. Uh, you're right. The Cinderella aspect. I didn't rem- I'd didn't. i forgotten that Kentucky was not good that
6: year.
7: I well, didn't remember that either. It was I... a rebuild, remember? It was.
6: Eddie Sutton and the envelope <laughs> with the cash that fell out. Right. So Mills, that was, right? Yeah. So that was yeah. either Rick Pitino's first or second year there. Right. And he had a lot of guys like Feldhouse and, you know, guys who were not NBA players. So it's a blue blood program on a
2: rebuild. Right. Exactly like UCLA. Exactly. Blue blood rebuild. Mm-hmm. And, boy, I, th- I think uh, – I think this guy's going to have UCLA back.
5: Cronin? Yeah, oh. Cronin's
2: going to have him rolling. Oh,
5: he's he's a little ball of terror, that guy. I, 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 <laughs> he is he's something too else. feisty for me. But
6: when he came in, he didn't look like the typical UCLA coach.
2: Who's well, this
5: bald man, Smithers? What can he do yeah, right. to John Wooden's program?
2: You guys heard the Francesa
6: clip about him right uh when was when he was hired yeah okay
5: what are uh, he saying?
2: I'm there, you saying you uh,
5: <laughs> but he done a good job at Cincinnati he thought it was Hume Cronin, <laughs> <laughs> Hume Cronin. so you never
2: heard Frances's mm-hmm. comments about no. this no. okay here we go let's go to the audio tape here Stand by. two years ago uh well this was was when he was hired yeah okay hold on here we go
7: UCLA has a new coach Kind of an odd choice. And I I know Cronin for a long time. I know him for, he's a good coach. <laughs> First of all, I've known him for a long time. They probably
5: met once at a Final Four. He's like, hey, how you doing? Nice to meet you. Yeah,
7: right. Very good coach. There's just certain people that kind of – see, what UCLA, it either fits or it doesn't fit. So mm. top of, that just doesn't feel comfortable for me, but that's okay. And, and your thoughts on Cronin taking UCLA? I like Cronin as a coach. I think UCLA is a terrible move for him. <laughs> I don't think he's a a great coach. He's not UCLA. And
1: I tell you, for the high school coaches... UCLA is as
7: much image as it is job. You you, you need the right... It's got to feel right. It's a hard job. It's a hard sell. It's a hard feel. You've got to be the right guy at UCLA. I just don't think he's the. I, I, I when he first heard it, I was like, I don't like it.
6: <laughs> <laughs> that's great analysis. Yeah, it's so not this, the right
7: choice. The guy was born
5: in Cincinnati, played at Cincinnati, coached at Cincinnati for twenty years. The only job he would leave for is one of these blue blood programs, right? And, and that's why he left. Exactly, course. and they for threw five a five million bucks a year, too. A ton of money
2: at him. Exactly, but correctly. they hadn't in the, the that. past.
6: That that was the one thing about UCLA—they hadn't paid coaches for a long time. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. They Didn't did. they pay Alford? Uh, They they may look
5: like a UCLA guy. Look at that hair. Exactly. Handsome handsome. dude.
6: But Larry Brown, (laughs) when he went to UCLA... He didn't even ask what they paid him. You know, that's that's the tunnel vision he had as a coach. And then he looks at his first check and he goes, "Oh, well, that's not very much money." <laughs> I didn't he know goes, that. Yeah, goes to buy a house. What? And he go, "Well, you know, here in Brentwood, here you can't buy a house with that kind of." Larry Brown
2: took the job without even knowing what the salary was. It was
6: UCLA. You know the the prestige of so it. So you just assumed they were going to pay him, right? John, you know what John? What Wooden- <laughs> a shitty agent. John he probably Wooden- didn't have an agent. John Wooden's top salary. Now, granted, it was 1975. He made thirty eight thousand dollars a year. Yeah, but what That's was good money well, back then. Yeah, what was it back then? <laughs> well they were coaching. Cadillac
2: Deville was a, a fifteen hundred dollars. A house <laughs> no. cost less than that. So <laughs> yeah, that was right. Well a
5: house he bought in the forties did. Okay. Yeah, but uh was uh, uh, all the under the table money he got plenty, don't yeah. worry. So
2: Francesa got that uh he was being paid what at that point to uncork such a terrible opinion that has uh, turned out to be one of the freezing Cronin, probably freezingest cold takes of all time. When two million a year?
6: To, two two to three, I think. Yeah. Okay.
2: Two million dollars for that. <laughs> How about the opinion from Skip Bayless last night? $8 Did you see what Skip Bayless tweeted out? No. He said,
6: how can you call...
2: Here it is right here. No idea how you can call that an all-time great college basketball game when it was won by a lucky
6: shot. Lucky? (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> he, get, he gets paid
6: $6 million like, sir, for opinions that like, like that. More, more than that. Party. He just resigned. They gave him more money.
2: What does that say, Andy, about our business that a guy capable of uncorking such a shit opinion
6: <laughs> could get paid so much money? Because of supply and demand, and he was wanted back. Where's
2: the demand for shit
6: opinions like this? Because he had established himself as a shit opinion giver <laughs> with Stephen A.
5: Smith. The, for an those SOG, years. yes. The, the, the Venn
6: diagram,
2: Sally, <laughs> of people who agree with that opinion and Skip Bayless is a circle. That's it. There's Probably one win. guy. No overlap. Who, who could say that was not a great college basketball game? It was either tied or within one score,
6: for 38 minutes and change. Not only that. Unheard of. There there was a point, I think there was about eight minutes left in the game, and Gonzaga went up by seven. And I said, okay, here's where they take it from here. And UCLA got off the mat. They tied it or even went ahead by a point. Mm-hmm. That That's a great, great performance. I mean, Jay Billis said correctly, I think, that – UCLA played well enough to beat any team in the country except Gonzaga.
5: And the sh- yeah. game that was before. I mean that was that oh, was yeah. over. I checked the score. Oh, Baylor's up 20. Yeah. It's over. <laughs> I was I was
6: thinking I was thinking this game is going to be a blowout, obviously right. by did? halftime. Yeah. And uh, and it, I stayed for the whole thing.
2: So, here's another pet peeve about the finish. Adam Morrison, uh, former, you know, Gonzaga Bulldog, the Crier, doing doing yes, doing doing color commentary. Really? Absolutely crushes, stomps all over the game-winning call by Tom Hudson. Take a listen.
0: To the right side of the floor. Defended by Kispert now. Drives, leans in. The runner comes up short. Choosing the rebounds and puts it in. We're tied at 93 seconds left. Here's Suggs the other way. Pull up three for the win. Yes! Yes! Senators <laughs> yes! of the championship game! He knocked yeah! from 40 of the buzzer! yes, The Bulldogs! Wow.
2: Shut the fuck up! Seriously, I believe, Andy, that the color guy on a play like that gets one expletive, one, oh, (laughs) and then he needs to lay out and let the play-by-play man have what will be the most important call of his whole
6: career. Right, but... I don't think you know in his position, given that UCLA was the one who ended his career and caused him to cry. Wait a minute! <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute!
2: Are you going to
6: defend? This? I'm not going to defend him, but I can understand getting caught up in the moment, given his personal. No, situation. you get one. I understand. Like, look, you I, get I, one. As a color analyst, he failed as spectac- spectacularly as he did as an NBA player, <laughs> right? Yes,
2: he did. Okay. Here, here's a compilation of calls. The Westwood one I heard had yes, Westwood brief, had a good one. A brief, okay,
5: a brief overlap of the call again one. with the ball in his hands in the paint,
2: floater,
5: short, got it
2: back. Time. There's old Jimmy Nance. Three. By the way, did you see Marshawn say it should be Iron Eagle time, not yes. Jimmy Nance? I, I agree with that. I, do you think that would ever happen? No, not with what the, they're paying Nance, Nance right Nance just resigned. Okay. Well, yeah. gone. Plus, He just re while you were
6: gone. Plus, he's he's sitting on the Masters, and he's saying, I'm not giving this up. So you want to screw with me, you're going to have to talk to the Green Jackets about this. They're
2: going to go like uh, Mr. Fung? Yeah. You want to fuck on me? You want the fuck on me? <laughs> fuck
6: on me? <laughs> Gonzaga has time to do something. Sucks for the win. Oh,
3: yes. Oh, oh yes. Unbelievable! <laughs>
2: Unbelievable! <laughs> the perfect! Now, I will say, I believe that the Nance Raftery Grant Hill trio is as comfortable of a jacket to listen to as any game broadcast combination I've heard.
6: I agree to a certain extent, but but I don't think you need three.
2: Really? Yeah. So, Ollie,
6: do you like the Nounce group? I, I like all three of those guys a lot. Kay. I've
5: always liked Raftery. He's got some... I like Raftery too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and now Grant Hill was just named the Team U.S. Basketball. How about that, head. huh? So, I, I guess he's leaving uh No, I don't gig. think so. No? I don't no. You can do both? No. no, fuck yeah. It's just a side job. I know. Huh? I don't know how much you do. Every two years, you, yeah. s- you make text, a couple of rosters.
2: You text Kevin Durant and LeBron and yeah. go, are you playing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. And if they go, mm, not sure, you go... Really? <laughs> What's up? And then you text back again, and then you get them on
6: board.
5: Yeah.
2: Now your job is done. Right. Go play golf. It's not
5: that I mean, hard, I go,
6: guess. Showing up and doing a few basketball games on the weekend, you know, seriously. Not do you know
2: much. Do you know the uh, the tra- tragic almost story of Grant Hill and yours truly? I do, yes. Yeah. Andy? Mm, I don't think so. Do you so. remember this? No, you
5: never heard his, his Grant Hill story? So
2: my best buddy growing up, Alan Nabasi. I
5: remember Alan Nabasi. At 7900
2: okay. Stirrup Cup Lane. <laughs> mm-hmm. My best bud, I did everything growing up with him on the mean streets of McLean, Virginia. Seven 5. Yes. The real estate agent said the couple that looked at the house before Dr. Abbasi, head of pediatric medicine at Georgetown University, oh. uh, husband to Gail Abbasi, wonderful <laughs> woman who practically raised me along with my mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the couple that went to go look at the house and almost bought it? Grant Hill's? Grant Hill's parents. Wow. That would be one who, Andy? Calvin Hill, Calvin Hill, the Cowboys, mm. who ended his career where
6: in Cleveland. Actually, Well, I thought. Well, he okay, came but here first. he was here, he was wasn't here he? For a few years, yeah. For a few
2: years, right? And they actually looked at the house. Well, that's funny. Grant Hill could <laughs> have been my bestie. Or you,
5: he could. How, have... Are you same age? Yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah. Or well, he could have not liked you, and then you would never have met Alex. So, <laughs> no. That was probably the case. Because so, so. that would
2: have been his
6: one white friend. <laughs> <laughs> on the mean streets of
5: mean white streets. bread,
2: suburban. You could have been
5: friends with Jim, your brother. Sure. Just, yeah, well,
6: your parents did because Grand Hill, he didn't make a ton of money playing football. But his wife, Janet, very high-powered attorney. Really? Yeah. That, okay. that's a double income. Nice,
3: <laughs> nice.
6: You mean situation. Tony Hill's wife? No, no. Grant, oh, Grant Hill's wife. Okay. Not yeah. no. Uh, Calvin Hill's wife. Oh, Calvin Hill. Okay. Calvin Grant, Hill's wife Grant,
2: was a high-powered attorney. Is oh, I I didn't, know. oh still, okay.
5: I don't know Janet Hill. Yeah. She well, then Hill, the house was too.
2: Hill. Then the house was too small. For I
5: know. It. What were they doing in that dirt neighborhood? Uh, it it's been.
2: a really nice house. So it's <laughs> on a corner lot. You yeah. should see it. Beautiful landscaping and Dr. Abassi he, he paid. He also did his own yard work. Well, Head of Pediatrics at Georgetown did a like lot of his you. own yard work. That's
5: where you learned it. You're and like, I'm and gonna mow my own lawn. Yeah. Just
2: and like Al had Boston. to mow it as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> Pain in the ass. <laughs> okay, here let me continue with the call.
6: Season remains oh. on go. Are you? Oh serious? my God!
3: There oh. is. There are onions, Jim, and Unions. there are. Just, a a a oh my.
6: Started by Kispert. Eight seconds to go.
1: Juzang, floater, short. He got his own rebound.
2: And- this is McDonough on ESPN radio. How many radio was there?
7: Score oh, wow. with 3.3. 3. Guns
2: That's pretty darn good. I, you know, I'm a McDonough fan.
6: Yeah, he's great. I think. Well, I, he's excellent too. This is why you can't have Vital do these games <laughs> because Vital just takes over, and it's it's the Vitalisms.
5: <laughs> Are you serious? Are, Are you serious? What about a, what about the
6: onions, know. though? Yeah, but he timed yeah, you know, it. The and, same thing. and he yeah. waited until Grand Hill was finished. You know, Vital would have to take over at that point. Do
2: you think Vital would start selling all this side hustle <laughs> shit?
6: <Yeah. laughs> oh, get my book, the Vital Basketball Index <laughs> Baby. You know
2: after a game this like right. Oh, it's a Malox moment for I feel so sick for Mick Cronin and those kids at UCLA. <laughs>
0: You hear the
5: crowd. It's not an empty arena.
2: Yeah, it's not empty, but still much of the game Well, I listened to I watched much of the game driving home from BWI on my on phone, phone? <laughs> and you listening through this yeah, well, it was mounted on my... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch it, Andy. I glanced at it. Yeah, well, and then my wife was like, you're swerving. What <laughs> I glanced at it. Why she couldn't she drive? drive? Yeah, let, let her you, drive. So you
6: could watch. Yeah, yeah I need yeah. to be in control. I'm a man. Well, you know
2: what? Because in my in my Ram 1500, I wanted to go 80, which you can easily, and it feels like riding on a cloud, and she would have
6: gone
2: 61. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the Russian call, Sally. Yes.
3: Yes. <laughs> не далет, все выбирает, сбивает, три секунды, ответы останавливаются, Дэвид Сакс сэнтер на победу, да ладно, да ладно, он выиграл этот матч.
6: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Duh.
2: Duh. That's yes, right? Yes.
5: Duh. Yes. I guess like, oh, it's like a universal thing, though, you know? And then here's Westwood one. No.
1: Six seconds. Juzang in the paint. Fade away. No. Got his own rebound. Slithers to the rim and lays it in. Three seconds to go. We're tied at 90. Here comes Suggs. Long three for the win. Banks at home. Banks
0: Jalen Suggs, a deep, banked three to Sten Gonzaga, one step closer to history.
2: See, now that's a great call, and the color guy so had 1-0, and then he kind of faded away, which you, is perfect. Did you hear the Caliendo treatment of that? Oh, yeah. The Tony Romo, Jim are yeah. <laughs> you're, you're not tired of that by now? And I love Caliendo. Uh, uh, that, that hasn't been played out in uh, your mind? It
6: was short enough that it didn't wear me out, no.
2: All right. Uh, Westwood won Spanish. By the way, this kid, Jaquez, Jaime Jaquez for, uh, for UCLA, uh, like purebred Mexican, hmm. but born in the USA. Oh. And uh, my, my uncle Mike knows him. know well, he, he knows the dad of the kid. So that's why he was rooting for uh, UCLA. Plus, he's from Southern California.
3: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 29 points for Yuzang, the triple in Camino. Oh, Oh, 12
2: Oh god, that's fucking great! And that's the crack cocaine that is sports. That's why we keep coming back. Those those one those moments that make you just say because you can't. You could time-shift the game. You could say, I'm going to go to bed like Galdi and get my skinless chicken and wake up in the morning <laughs> and watch it on repeat and take notes and be diligent and shit. You miss it in the moment yeah, like the that. The
6: moment was, was fabulous. And and for me to be up at 1130 at night watching a, watch yeah. a game. Yeah. Uh, the reason I heard that there was such a delay between the first and second game was because of the, all the COVID protocol they had. Yeah,
5: that's exactly. All they the got to wipe everything down. Yeah. Yes.
6: It should be 25 minutes. Get the second game started. Let's go.
2: Speaking of which, don't you like the fact that coaches are routinely pulling their masks yeah. down to yell at people? <laughs> yeah. And that players warming up don't have to wear masks, but then once they're on the bench, they do have to wear a mask?
5: Makes perfect sense. That's Total science, right, Sally? Si- believe the science. Don't doubt the science. <laughs> we got
6: one game left to go, and there's only been one game that was canceled in the entire tournament. Okay. Well, Thank God. Well, if you don't have. Don't say, well, like it. that's positive. what's working. Well, it the- did work. Did it not? That's like
2: me doing a a Sundance out here in the parking lot saying, see, sunny.
6: (laughs) Doesn't mean it works, Andy. Well, whatever they did was effective (laughs) in having a tournament that had only one game canceled. I think that's pretty good.
2: (laughs) All right. So exit question, where does it rank amongst all the tournament games in history?
5: (sighs) Whole package. Well, I have the top 20 ranked personally. uh, (laughs)
2: Moms, at Vanguard, you're more than just a parent. You're the heart of the family. You're the first responder to any need. You can be the hero and the villain, sometimes on the same day. Because you know that in the end, your legacy is the values you instill in them. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. Because the future you're building is bigger than yourself. Discover the value of ownership at Vanguard.com. Fund shareholders own the funds that own Vanguard. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor.
0: Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty?
6: <laughs> I, I put it right alongside no, the Duke-Kentucky game.
5: I, I can't I, name another game. <laughs> there was higher
2: stakes for this one, but I thought that the play to win it for Duke was more artistic right. because it involved scheming. Yeah, It involved a timeout to say, we're going to do this, go here, buh, 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 I don't know any time. details
5: about the first 39 and a half minutes of that game, though, was it close to the whole game like yeah. this one was? I yeah. don't remember. I don't. It was thirty years ago. I well, don't then,
6: <laughs> then there was a point where Leitner stepped on somebody from Kentucky, and there was a Ama, contra- Amanu Amino Timberlake, Timberlake. Yeah. Yes. So there was there was controversy over that, and you had Len Elmore did the game, by the way, guest on uh, the Andy Pollen Hour tomorrow. There you <laughs> go. Uh, dang, he dang. Uh, he and Vern Lundquist, Vern Lundquist, you know, so many great games and moments called by Vern called that one. Oh, okay. And uh, and you know, and then you had the 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 possibility that the defending champs are being knocked down. I mean, that's Duke. Right. You know, this is not Stag is not Duke.
2: Right, and perfection hanging in the balance. Yeah. adds a bit of it as well. True. That's I a big thing. I just wish the atmosphere was what it should have been well,
6: with the fans. But I know it's a, it's a virus that's killed half a million oh. people, so it- <laughs> Andy, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> it, put, it put a damper on things. Why, why
2: can't I? Why can't you agree? Saying you know what, you're right. It would have been nice.
6: Yes, it would have been nice. But the fact that we have a tournament at all is good. I think.
2: See, that's good enough, Andy, for you, right? <laughs> <there>. Andy, <laughs> you're, you're willing to settle, so that's that's well, fine, right there. How do you like the uh, headline in the L.A. I think it's the Daily News. Oh, that's pretty good. L.A. Times, banked robbery. Uh-huh, yeah. good one. Yeah, that is a good one. I okay. Think. March is here and the madness has officially begun. It's time for you to shoot your shot and score big on the nonstop action with My Bookie. Select the winners from sixty-three tournament games in the My Bookie Bracket contest for a chance at ten thousand dollars in cash prizes, and it's only a dollar to enter. It doesn't matter whether you're filling out multiple brackets, betting the national championship winner, or simply looking for player and game props. My Bookie has you covered. Sign up today at mybookie.ag and use promo code ZABE to secure a deposit bonus up to $1,000. And make sure you use my promo code so they know I hooked you up. That's promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, to claim your first deposit bonus. College ball, NBA, NHL, no matter the sport, no matter the minute, mybookie puts the action in your hands with in-game live betting. And with choices from thousands of lines and odds, you can turn any game day into payday. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. All right, let's let's uh, let's move on. I had some stuff written down here. Oh, wait, I didn't write it down. I was going to write it down. I got here early, and I was going to do some work. And then you guys got uh, here early, so you interrupted me. Um, I know you don't care about DMX being in a coma. Oh, oh Thoughts I saw and that. prayers, DMX. Yes. I know you've got all of his uh, his stuff. What I, a-
5: I rode his bikes growing up. <laughs> DMX bike, right?
2: I was not going to run you guys through the baseball thing, but if Thank you want to get a thought about that <laughs> or two. Here's what's the problem, Andy, is that there's several states with even more restrictive exactly. voting laws. No
5: one, No one says including that.
2: Including <laughs> Canada. Mm-hmm. Canada. So Blue Jays are out. Mm-hmm. They're in Tampa, aren't they? This yeah, they is. are, but I'm just saying... In the future, right. if MLB wants to take the All-Star game to Toronto. Oh, I see. How do they then square the fact that there's very limited absentee voting in ca- Canada right. and it's got pretty strict requirements?
6: No, what this was was the cave to the sponsors. Coca-Cola and Delta said we're opposed to this. And so, you know, we saw this here with the name change of the football team. Right. You cave to sponsors. and that, so.
2: But do you think they'll end up regretting it because now it's like there's no end to it? Where do you stop it, basically?
5: Right. It's a slippery slope. Wow. A oh, they're sliding the, down the, the slippery slope the NBA like crazy. The uh, Charlotte thing three years ago. Right. They mm-hmm. went back to Charlotte. Right. <laughs> uh, after <laughs> Arizona
6: <laughs> was the was the first one with this where they were ML, ML, ML King birth uh, birthday.
2: Nash Birthday. Right. In the then 90s, the Confederate yeah. Confederate flag was another one. Right.
5: I um, mean, picking a law you don't like in a state is pretty easy. Every state has a law. No I shit. I mean that that's basically what they're doing here. And and Manfred's an idiot. I mean he he could be dumber than Goodell. I think it, it's tough. oh he's definitely dumber than Goodell. Goodell Goodell is evil. But he's not
6: completely stupid. No, I agree. Yeah. By
2: the way, first time I've had you guys in the van over the
6: 17-game schedule. Oh, Talk yeah. to me. Oh, that's right. 17. Yeah, well, you know, this is the, the players who say, hey, this isn't right, you imbeciles. It was in the agreement that you signed. This was going to happen. You think when they said we have the option to go to 17 that they weren't going to go to 17? Do you believe they didn't get enough in exchange for it? Yes, I, I, don't, I do. I do. But you know what? DeMora Smith is in a different situation than any of these other uh, union bosses. Yeah, because his union can't stick together. They can't. Well, that's also, that's also part of it. But also, the NFL doesn't care who's wearing those uniforms. Tom Brady says, tomorrow I want to retire. Thanks. Bye. There'll be somebody else. Dan Marino and, and uh, John Elway retire in the same year. Pfft, nobody cares. Whereas in NBA, Jordan retires, that's a big deal. Yeah. Baseball, a couple of stars leave, that's a big deal. Right. So he's in, a, he's in a difficult situation.
2: Here's a hot take for you, Sally. If the NFL, let's say the players dug in and actually went on strike and canceled a whole NFL season. I say that would be worse than the pandemic. If everything else <laughs> in society, how's that for a hot take? How everything else is you? up and running. Mm-hmm. Everything else is normal. But there's no NFL. That would be worse than this shit year from hell we just had. It would, hot wow. take.
5: It would be bad. That would be a ridiculous take. I mean, personally, because, I'm with <laughs> you. Because <yeah, laughs> I like football. It's my favorite sport. I'd really miss that. Yeah, you know?
6: But you you wouldn't have massive
5: death. <laughs> that would be a, know, Most of those would... people I didn't know anyway. Indeed. A lot of
2: them were going to die anyway. You know <laughs> oh, that.
5: Yeah. Jesus
2: God. Okay, I don't have time to explain. <laughs> what is the average ex- life expectancy in a nurse nursing care facility? I have no idea. 18 months. Not
5: long. Right. I, both of my grandparents went right. that way. So uh.
2: basically what might have happened is that we pulled forward a lot of deaths by about 6 months. But I know it's tragic. My heart bleeds.
6: I can't say canceling a football season would be tragic. It would suck. Having lived through one when we had half of it canceled and then having the ultimate joy at the end of it, having my team win the (laughs) Super Bowl, you know, I can live with that.
2: All right. Also, uh, on the football front, Dan Snyder is now –
6: yeah, 100%. 100%. The, Control, whole
2: <laughs> the whole mishpucha. The whole mishpucha.
6: Yeah, the mom's got about, what, 8% and his sister's got about 15%.
2: I think you cautioned me all along the way, Andy. Don't get your hopes up.
5: Why didn't no one ever say this is what was going to happen? I didn't hear one person say, "You know what? Dan's going to buy them out himself." Right. I never thought that I, was an idea.
2: Right. Where was all the Jay Glazers? Where were all the Peter Kings? Where were all the insiders? The Ian everyone's like, "Oh,
5: Bezos is going to buy the team. Bezos yeah. is going to. They're going to force themselves making well, it. Bezos. No in this
2: pundits ever saw this coming, which tells you, Sally, the pundits are fucking worthless. Usually. they pretend <laughs> to know this league really well. They don't know this league. Cuz
5: Danza Cuz you're right. I never guy. thought about that. Yeah, no, no one
2: ever said, "Hey, I bet they'll just let him exceed the debt limit, yeah. which
5: by the way is insane, and then he'll buy the rest of the guys out, yeah. and he'll be stronger than ever." I but couldn't find how many NFL teams are owned 100% by one guy. I don't know how many are. doesn't That's- make sense.
6: He's going to flip this anyway. He's going to he's going to flip the, the shares and make more
5: money. Sell it to <sighs> new new people? Yeah.
6: And and But and- our
2: nightmare not only continues, Andy. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. It continues even worse. Nightmare. Right there. And
5: I also think I that, loved that it. I loved it. He's been great for us for twenty three years. I, I also think oh, fuck. that that yeah. they the for own, radio people. The I
6: owners mean. the owners have an inkling as to what's in Beth Wilkinson's report. Otherwise they wouldn't have approved this. And they're ready to to find him and move on. Right. And he that, knew
5: of some things, he didn't partake. Well sorry. And also <laughs> look look
6: if you if you look at the structure of this organization now. It's, it's a model organization. First team with a black president, female director of broadcasting, uh, black general manager, minority head coach. Right. So it's like, oh. Go ahead. Look around. Yeah, I, I think that's why when they change is okay.
5: back to Redskins, they'll be like, well, all right. <laughs> all right. We'll let, <laughs> we'll them, let do them do it. it. Yeah. Because yeah. why not? Uh, so that's
6: uh,
2: – Looks like Turge is coming back, Andy. Yeah, he is. How do you people feel?
5: who thought he'd be gone too.
2: And, and Sally, you being a Maryland alum, how do you feel about I that? I like
5: Turgeon. I mean, I, I, I temper my expectations. If they make the tournament, that's a good year. People who expect him to win like Gary are crazy, especially now in the Big Ten. It's hard to win a title in college basketball. You you make the tournament, you're one of the 35 best-at-large teams. That's fine, and he does that, and he won a game this year, too. They they won a first-round game beating connecticut
6: i i, I like him so no, your, your expectations are too low but here's here's, <laughs> See, here's what's going to happen you, uh, you aim low andy you can't be disappointed true. exactly here's here's what's going to happen and and this is just the beginning now that they're not making these guys sit out for one year this is going to work just like the nba these guys all know each other from aau hey come on over to us oh kudus Wahab. kudus Wahab. Uh, yeah the uh, georgetown uh, guy ewing's bringing in bigger and better big men here fine go across town come here the Point guard from uh, Rhode Island's coming in. He's got some good recruits, and he may bring everybody back from a team that was half decent. And I, that's that's the way it works now.
2: Are you guys aware of the shit show that is the transfer portal right now oh, in yeah. college basketball? Nine
5: hundred
6: people, yeah, or something like that. It's, mm-hmm. it, it's going to work just just like LeBron. Not one, not, not two, two, not three. These guys. You're going to go
2: to four schools in four years.
6: Easy. Well, only on the first only on the first transfer. Can okay. You, can you, uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But but that's what you're going to have. You're going to have super teams put together. And, and guys are going to be watching TV, and they're going to be saying, huh, okay, Gonzaga is going to win the championship, and they're missing one guy or so-and-so's leaving. I'm going to go there and win a ring.
2: Yeah. Before uh, I scheduled you guys today, because it was a little later than normal due to the Easter, uh, Andy said, I can do 130, just make sure to get <laughs> me home by 60 minutes. <laughs> Not only am I going to get you home by 60 minutes quite easily – on that front, have you seen the sixty minutes piece on Dave Kindred? Yes. One of the all-time great sports writers yeah. oh, okay. in American history, mm-hmm. formerly of the Atlanta Journal Constitution.
6: Washington Post. He was with the National uh, yeah. Sporting News. And
2: and a and a, a Is, guy alive? and a guy okay. unlike some <clears throat> Peter King who never <laughs> took himself too seriously as a sports writer, was committed to his craft, but humble about it, right. I thought.
6: Oh no, he's 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 one of the all-time greats. Uh, Him
2: and Bob Ryan are like the two coolest sports writers who aren't douchebags. (laughs) They're not... Peter King, they're not uh, Mitch Album liar. They're not uh, because so
5: many of them became TV stars.
2: Bob Uh, is not Mike Lupica.
6: Mike Lupica, Lupica. But (laughs) but Bob Ryan did TV. No, I know, Uh but
2: Bob Ryan was always nice and approachable and humble about. Hey, I'm just a sports writer. Yeah, you know,
6: and that's and that's what Kindred.
2: So Kindred's piece on 60 Minutes, if you have not seen it, is basically. Him deciding to cover a high school girls'
6: basketball team as if it was the most important beat in the world. Well, he he had retired yes. to this small town in Illinois where he grew up. It's called Atlanta, Illinois, as a matter of fact. That's odd. Yeah, isn't that Atlanta, odd? Atlanta, Illinois, a- and his wife was from there, and they settled there. And then, uh, you know, that's the big entertainment is to go to the high school girls' basketball game. Started going, and he said, hey, "I'd like to write about this." <laughs> and so he does on Facebook. and He goes to the to the uh. coach. Do you mind if I write about you? Well, who are you? Well, I'm Dave Kindred. Well, let me Google you. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs>
5: (laughs) Didn't he write a book with like uh, the Ali Fraser book? He wrote the Ali
6: Cosell book.
5: Oh, okay, Sound and Fury. That's it. He
6: wrote. uh, He wrote a half dozen books. He's uh, he's regarded as one of the greatest sports writers who ever lived. Period.
2: It would be like saying, "I put an ad on Craigslist. Need somebody to paint my fence." Yeah, guy shows up. Yes. Uh, Hi, Uh, Da Vinci. Yeah, Uh, Leonardo. Yeah. You want to Google my credentials?
6: And he's a really good guy. I've had him on my show a bunch of times. So basically
2: the story was just he said the team saved him.
6: Well, his wife has had a stroke, and she can't communicate anymore. He's almost 80 years old, so it's kind of giving him focus and everything. And he's also also written a book about his grandson who died, um, was an alcoholic, and had had a lot of problems. uh,
2: And the title of the book is Leave Out the Tragic Parts? Yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one right there. Mm. Okay, uh, moving on to lighter subjects since I wanted to move off of that. Uh, let's see, what else did I have here April to talk about? April the Giraffe uh, died? Uh, April the Giraffe. Let's talk <laughs> April that? the Giraffe. What do you got?
5: Uh, Solly. April, By the
2: April. way, Sally uh, Podcast on Patreon. Sign up for it today. Donate, subscribe. Uh, support Solly and that's the right. boys. Support, Solly.
5: support my dream of living off a podcast. There you go. There's Solly day. has his
2: own podcast, and there is the... The Lynn Murray Solly podcast. Right, with, with very little Murray, but o- that's okay.
5: Almost no Murray. Almost now. no Murray, he, exactly. Because he's a big macher in His Vegas. Uh, his, his company, company got bought bond. by DraftKings. DraftKings, yeah. I didn't text Is that good him. or bad for him? I don't know. Uh, it's good because the, now they... Got millions of dollars, or Brent got million do- millions of dollars. I don't Brent know.
2: made out, didn't he?
5: Oh yeah. Oh Brent, that's Brent. the dream of everyone who starts a new business. Someone big buy me out, right?
6: Brent. Brent's son <laughs> started that. Yeah, and and Brent, but somebody suggested one of the, Maybe it was uh, the guy from SI.com, dot uh, Jimmy Trina, Jimmy Trainer suggested that they, as one of the pregame shows on either Fox or CBS, that, that they have Brent do a gambling thing for every game, and you know that kind of comes full circle. With Jimmy the Greek, who started with him, kind of does, yeah, yeah. and I think that would make a lot of sense. I must
2: say, and no offense to our friend Tim and his colleagues, but it's very, it's very dry. (laughs) Like it's, it's a very dry brand of sports radio. For
5: you, that's all it is. (laughs) I know that's why I never thought this would succeed. (laughs) Is it succeeding? It succeeded
2: in getting bought. By a company that is trying that, to swallow up right. the world, mm-hmm. gambling-wise.
5: A lot of companies are spending a lot of money on the idea that sports betting will be legal in every state, every American male is going to gamble. Is gamble. I don't know if that's true. I don't either. I, I think, think there's I limits to it. I think so, too. I think yeah. a lot of people who wanted to do this have have a man that they use <laughs> or an offsite, offshore site that they've used for years. Right. Is it appealing to new people? Maybe a few. I guess all you need is a few suckers to get in there and Well, look. Look. You look. rope them in with the free few hundred dollars and then they're s- <laughs> right. Then they're selling, you know, they're kids for for t- No, to I don't think it. you need it. You, you just need volume of people.
6: I don't gamble, but I've gone with Zabe to Vegas a few times and bet Sweet 16 games. I really enjoyed that, and it was accessible. To because it was to have in the moment. Action, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So this is accessible on your phone. You're watching a game. You know, uh-huh. 10, 15 uh-huh. bucks here. It's I'm going to tell you the
2: difference. It's too easy, now. In Vegas, it's an atmosphere. It's high fives Mm -hmm. and drinking and eating and watching together. And when you win, you get your money back, right? Plus more money. You
6: get to go to the window.
2: Yeah. You go to the window right. on your phone. On this, you are like, eh, okay. it doesn't feel like cash. Yeah. It's, like, it's like my
5: stock, so I
6: It's like my four hundred one k. Is it
5: money. up? Is it down? Is, is that Why am I checking? I can't yeah. get this money for thirteen years anyway. What do I care? Right,
2: and when I get it, is it really going to be money? It's not real money. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of real money, I, I've watched the first three episodes of Ozark on the plane. Have you guys uh, seen that? I've never Have the seen DVD. That show. Is it good?
6: Uh, the DVD. Yeah, it's but, a Netflix original. Yeah, but I get those through the SAG after. You should too. Or are you what? St- you you no kidding. Those free are, you, stuff? St- are you still SAG after? Or not? I don't think so. No, I am. So I get those deep. Oh, no wonder. Okay, I can vote on them if I want to. <laughs> yeah. So,
2: so it, not to spoil it, but in in the uh, in the TV series, he has to liquidate his financial consulting business in 24 hours Ooh. to settle this debt to this uh, you know Mexican uh, drug kingpin, <laughs> and he needs eight million dollars in cash, and the bank is like, "Sir, we." We don't have that much actual cash on hand, and he starts reciting like FDIC regulations, and I'll call the Feds on you. Do you really want to be in this position? You better get a big bag, of fucking money, full of fucking money down here by the end of tomorrow. One of
5: those laundry bags with the dollar signs.
2: Yeah, and sure enough, he ends up walking out with these super heavy duffel bags full of eight million dollars. I don't know how
5: much banks have on hand cash-wise?
2: That's a great
5: question. Doesn't seem like well, how many
6: people way. go in and need wads of cash?
5: I mean, the ATM machine has cash. That's all people do there is get right. cash out. But $8 million? I don't know. No.
2: Like, no, they. Don't. I'm sure most of them no, don't. Because
6: much. the limit is 300. How, you, how many people you'd have to have? To get? Yeah, but that line all day. This yeah, is every person be hundreds of dollars. <laughs> These lines would be like a line for COVID shots. It I has guess. to be around the block 15 <laughs>
5: times.
6: All right.
2: So back to uh, April the giraffe. Internet sensation in 2017 died. I don't know what I remember her from. I don't either. Was she she in Hangover?
5: No, that wasn't that giraffe. That that giraffe got Famous giraffes for 500, (laughs) Alex. She got pregnant at 17, was her story. Very late for a giraffe, uh, as far (laughs) as. By the way, so so
2: it was like teen mom for giraffes. I guess so. Pregnant at 17. Giraffe's
5: an odd animal for a
6: movie that stunk Hangover 3. That's the most memorable scene of the series. <laughs>
2: what the draft getting decapitated? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that's right. It was I mean, the that's la- better than one, huh?
5: Tyson and the Tiger to me. <laughs> f- I don't remember which movie had what. I saw all
6: three. The third one was stunk. Well, that's the way it usually works. Like yeah. Godfather one and two, great. Godfather three,
5: sucked. That's the way they. I just go. saw three uh, recently stunk. for the first time. Did you like it? Nah, no. not really. Terrible. <laughs> it's too long. Sofia and... Coppola ruined it. She was, she was terrible. She was terrible. awful.
2: <laughs> So well, wait a minute. When, so, if
5: my dad's the director, I'll tell him to cast me as well in a right. movie. Do you, so what was April known for? She she got pregnant at That's seventeen, it. I think. Was she in any movies? No, really. She's just a cute animal, like <laughs> like grumpy cats or uh, huh or or Dean the Bassett. They're just internet sensations now. It, she probably makes more money than me. I, I think all you need is, is inter- Instagram followers. Oh yes, <laughs> bad, bad Barbie, Barbie Andy. That's unbelievable. Do
2: you know who bad Barbie is? Do not. She is the Cash Me Outside girl cash from Dr. Phil. Okay. She just turned 18. Right. Okay. And she joined OnlyFans, which is basically a paper porn Ooh. site, mm-hmm. made a million dollars in six hours. OnlyFans
5: to me is like Bitcoin. I know it's out there. I know a lot of people make a lot of money off it. I'm wondering who uses it and, and why. I don't get it porn is free everywhere
2: on the yeah, internet who's paying
5: for porn i guess I'm these not, people are. it's a
2: it's a volume thing <laughs> there she's only skimming a tiny percentage of right. sickos on the internet and it's 5 10 exactly. 15 bucks that's
5: why i, I take sign up for <laughs> patreon give me five bucks <laughs> that's All I need 200 right. people I, I just don't get it but a lot of people are doing only fans now because it's the only way to make money you don't make money in porn anymore it's on the internet for free. When did you make money in porn? In the 80s, I think, <laughs> when they used to have to sell videos, right? I guess. Yeah. But Bad Baby,
2: he, here is here is KFC uh from Barstool explaining it, which is crazy. You ready
1: to feel old? Remember Bad Baby? Remember her from Dr. Phil fame, Catch Me Outside, girl? Oh. Well, the minute she turned 18, she joined OnlyFans, and the amount of money she made in 6 hours is going to make you wish the end of the world was upon us. Uh. $1 million in six hours for bad baby Danielle Brijoli. She turned Brijoli. and tweeted out saying, From now on, I do what I want to do, and that means join OnlyFans, post pictures of herself in her underwear, and next thing you know, she's got a million dollars like that. $750,000 in subscriptions, another $250K in messages, a few thousand in tips. And next thing you know, Fan Baby's a millionaire. And you're ready to puke? She probably already has been a millionaire. She's had multiple platinum singles, which I had no fucking idea.
2: Did you know this, Sally? She I just did not. She just faded
1: back into Bolivian after her 15 minutes she's of Bolivian. fame.
5: But nope, like Tyson, she's
1: been putting out records lineup. as a teenager, underage, and now as soon as she's, quote unquote, an adult, she's a millionaire.
5: Well, look Now, tra- I she's know got, this
1: is all legal. Yeah. I know she's technically of age. I know she's allowed to make her own decisions. But my... God, does this feel weird. And the fact that there's that many dudes who are sitting there, like, waiting for the clock to hit midnight so they could subscribe to this shit. Jesus Christ. Like, you know, yesterday she was 17, it's not allowed, and now today it's 18, so you can watch those videos and do whatever you want. Fuck that. That's, pre- that, that's pre-crime, but it should just be regular-ass crime. Everybody who signed up for Bad Babies OnlyFans... The second she turned 18 should
2: be put on a list. A list. <laughs> Go ahead. Say what you're going to say, Sally. I want to get the actual bite because Andy has not seen it. I oh, yeah.
5: Think. I mean, she got famous from this Dr. Phil thing years ago where she was a horrible kid and and she wa- offered to fight her mother. Catch me outside. Dr. How about Phil that? Dr. Phil fame, catch me outside, girl. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's, it's not in the video, th- the sound. Oh,
2: I guess they had to mute it out.
5: I guess so. Yeah, I mean, She might
2: own the catchphrase for I that. I thought
5: she was just disappeared and didn't do anything. Apparently, she's became a rapper has millions of Instagram followers. That's all you need now is to be famous on Instagram or YouTube, and you can get people to give you money. It's wow. I God. wish I had thought of that. I'm,
2: it's something else, I'm man. I'm too stupid, I guess. I, I work for a living. <laughs> right. I think in, in today's day and age, Sally, having a great catchphrase is like gold. Well, like
5: Buffer with his stupid uh yeah. right. Let's I can't even say it, I'll get sued.
2: let's get ready to gamble. He sued, we, had, we had
5: a whole thing in our company. Like you can't use this, never right. use it, never say it. Cause he sues. He sues everybody. And his brother what? his she'll brother pull has
4: after stu- me. Good. Good, bitch. Like if I tell her like hit me, she'll try to hate me and I gotta like dodge her. Because if she hits me I, I'm giving it to her. And I'm pretty violent. I am with her in the because she wouldn't get out of my face. Either I'm breaking down her door or she's breaking down my door. I don't stop till I start seeing dance in the door. Bad, <laughs> do Bad parenting here. I steal cars. I steal her credit card. I ain't gonna lie. There's no
0: reason to lie. Everybody know already.
4: What do you say to yourself that <laughs> gives you the right <laughs> to take somebody else? Is he still car? on? He
6: can't yeah. still be on TV. Oprah can't. made him rich. I'm gonna
1: be sliding. F- you mean? That's what makes me want to take the next bitch car.
6: What na-
5: I'm sorry, I didn't <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. Like, what now? <laughs> what? I'm sorry. Uh, I got to
2: get the catchphrase here. It's frustrating. I me. know.
5: You, you, see, YouTube doesn't have everything. You'd think there would be a five-second video somewhere with just her saying, cash me outside. How about that? There we go. 58 <laughs> seconds. Nope. This better be it.
0: And all these hoes laughing like so funny.
5: All
2: right, let's see if Andy can translate, Sally. What'd she just say? I have no idea. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and all these all hoes. These all these hoes laughing like it's funny,
0: and all these hoes laughing
1: like so funny. She's talking about the audience that like they're laughing at her.
6: Oh, she
5: got an did, interpreter. Did you say the, the, the hoes are laughing? <laughs> yeah, <The hoes.
2: laughs> that's great. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see here. Uh, who who are the hoes?
5: That's short so for the horn? audience. They're a bunch of hoes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they are hoes. Yeah, Dr. Phil. Yeah. yeah. There huh? she is.
1: Catch me outside. How about that?
5: Catch you outside?
2: What does that mean? What I
1: just said.
2: What I just
5: said. <laughs> Catch me outside. And I mean, she's she weighs, a billionaire, And she right. made more in a day than I'll make in 20 years. Oh, days. my God. It's, uh, it's, this it's, world. It's maybe, an, right. maybe COVID should kill everybody. <laughs>
2: <No>. <laughs> well, I am starting to think that maybe uh, Chinese-style control of control the internet uh. might not be the worst idea See? in the world. <laughs> All right, what else do you guys want to talk about before I dismiss you on your Sunday? And I appreciate you coming out very much to uh, good old uh, The Parking Lot here to do a little podcast. What else did you guys want to riff on today?
6: Well, did you hear the, uh, the Stephen A. Smith uh, ripping of, of? of, of uh, Russell Westbrook? Yes, yes yeah,
2: I he, did. That
6: he, he, he got his wife involved.
2: Saying yeah. he's not a winner.
6: Yeah. Now he had he had a ga- he had an unbelievable game with sure. Bradley Beal out, where he had thirty five points, twenty one assists, and fourteen rebounds. And Screamin' A comes on the <laughs> next day and he says, Well, yeah, but you know, it's all about having the rings. Well, the one thing he's never done. Is he's never complained about where he is? Kevin, no. Kevin Durant leaves Oklahoma City. He re-ups. He signed. Yeah. Yeah. He gets traded to Houston. You know
2: why though? Because it was more shots. Yeah, uh,
5: understand. He, want, he didn't want Paul George to say. He's like, oh, more shots. <laughs> more shots for <from> me. <laughs> I mean, yeah. okay. But but he's here to make a lot of money and have fun playing basketball. But, but, that but, seems like what he wants to do. But That's it, fine. And, and
6: his job is to play as hard as he can every night and produce as much as he can. Right which he yes. does. Okay. But
2: it also goes to the age-old debate of don't you want to be a complete basketball player who while being a star makes the rest of your team better to be the tide that lifts all boats and stands on the mountaintop with the trophy. That 21 boat?
6: assists, yeah. 14 rebounds. Is that, that boat would team sink basketball? Without it.
2: <laughs> Is that Well, not? but but Andy, you know there's a there's a fine tipping point between hey, let someone else play and you're carrying the team. Being selfish his game is a selfish fucking game. You have to admit that.
6: Well, yeah, it's too much time with the ball in his hands. I'll, I'll grant you that. That's called selfish. Okay. Shots he shouldn't be taking. Right. That's called selfish. But he, he also has been to the NBA Finals with, you know, and they should have won. Hey, how about that? But you know, I, I, <laughs> but in this day and age, to criticize a guy for producing numbers night after night and not complaining about his situation—what happens with James Harden? As soon as, as, soon as he doesn't like it in Houston, get me out of here and get me where I want to go. We haven't heard anything like that. No,
2: from Westbrook. I, I like I like Westbrook's vibe better than almost any NBA player. Right. I love how he's not hung up on himself for the most part. He's definitely not trying to be Mr. Social Justice Warrior out there. And yet, his game is still a selfish game. I mean, Stephen A. is not wrong in that his style of play is never going to lead to a championship. He's a different flavor of Harden. He's a more committed, more focused flavor of Harden. And the fact that two are on the same team still blows my mind. And,
5: and when, if and when the Nets do win this year, Durant will now be labeled as this guy who could only win with A huge... Hall of Famers around him. <laughs> I well, that, but it's... that's the
6: NBA now. Anthony Davis was needed for LeBron to get another I title in, in But Lakers. LeBron
5: won without him, and it, it, he needed Bosch and Wade, but... With with the Nets, it's going to be five Hall of Famers on that team, and, and they're going to win this. Well, that thing.
6: that has implosion possibilities well, too. Possible, yeah. If, if the if that's
2: funny, if Durant, I never thought of that. Idea. If if the if the Nets win it all, then the Durant. Party is going to be short-lived because they're going to go. Well, you know, but that's what Stephen A. Stephen A. just says whatever to get a rise out of people. He is a professional uh, agitator. uh, Agitator, Yeah, yeah. right. He's an air raid. He's a human air raid siren. (laughs) Somebody
6: said. Well, his wife got involved too. Westbrook's wife got involved in it too. Right. Ripped You know. See now that I don't agree with Family Feud. That I don't agree agree with. (laughs) You know, leave your fucking wife out of it. Okay.
2: Don't hide behind her skirt tails. You know, if you got a problem with him. Uh, How about the fact that uh, Durant ripped Michael Rappaport?
5: and then he got fined for the comments? So
2: wait, when did that happen? A couple days ago. Yeah, but did you hear? So so Durant did get
6: fined, yeah, fifty thousand. But has not really apologized. No, here's what here's what his apology was: "I'm sorry it got out." Yeah, that was the apology. I I don't want I don't want that
5: look. So the
2: suck a dick, (laughs) this that, homophobic, this you know, vile that, that's, and that's gonna skate.
5: He, he, yeah. Well, what do you want him to do? got fined fifty grand. Write a check. Just move like on. myers so, Leonard's got fined for being an anti-Semite, and, then, and then got cut. You He's a free get? agent
2: now. <laughs> and Justin Thomas on the PGA Tour mutters to himself one F word after missing a putt on the tip of a peninsula in fucking Hawaii, and because there's no fans, some golf reporter's like, hey, I
5: think I heard something. <laughs> and he loses well,
2: his sponsorship, people are and upset. Kevin Durant is un-
5: untouched well, by this. Ha- people are upset at the Arizona women's coach for are saying uh, F everybody as she... Yeah, you she did you see that? that on thing? On I camera. saw that, yeah. yes. And she didn't apologize. Good for her. She did, She's like, no, I, w- I was talking to my team. I didn't know the cameras were on, and yeah, F everybody. I do agree you. you should
2: not apologize because it's yeah. only going to bring you more trouble. Never but, apologize. Never apologize. But that said... <laughs> I would want my coaches to operate at a slightly higher level in of In the class. moment there, she yeah, was excited. But she
6: thought she was not on camera. Right. So. She was in the huddle in the middle of the court.
5: Well, okay, <laughs> but that doesn't mean you have She a- thought it wasn't on camera. It was in the moment kind of thing. It's yeah. not like a premeditated thing.
2: But. All right. So we begin allergy season. I see, Solly, the cherry blossoms are Ugh. blooming.
5: Awful, and you are going
2: to hunker down for the siege, that's my right. friend.
5: April and May. I'm a more of the indoorsman. That's where I got my nickname. Is even more
2: endorsement. noted indoorsman. Yeah, endorsement. yeah. The, e-
5: the feet I walked from my car to here was plenty. That's plenty. that's like The cicadas, they are coming. They're that's early.
2: right. It's a cicada summer. Mm-hmm. Seventeen C- years yeah. on the nose.
6: 04 and '87. I, to- <laughs> I told you my story of uh, ni- 1970, the first the first <laughs> cicada run that I remember. It was in the sixth grade, and we had a terrarium and we had a toad in there, and everybody was bringing in the cicadas from the playground and feeding them to the toad. Oh, yeah. By the end of the year, the toad weighed 400 <laughs> pounds. And oh, yeah. I, and I, I was the one who was responsible for releasing him into the wild. <laughs> I'm sure he got killed because he couldn't move. <laughs> he couldn't He's, move. It's like another, oh, yeah, another prune Danish.
5: Hey, 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 I can't eat it anymore.
2: It is one of the most amazing things in Sound.
5: nature. Yeah. yeah. Well, they sit dormant for 16 years, the eggs, and somehow they know to yeah. rise and hatch. Nymphs
4: of the periodical cicada have cicada. been biding their time. Now they march like zombies towards the nearest tree and start to climb.
6: And they make that
5: buzzing noise yeah. constantly.
2: Can you imagine if they stung... Uh, or bit.
5: What happened to murder hornets? Did they kill everybody? Uh, they're they're done now. Oh, okay, good. Yes. <laughs> but
4: soon, more than a billion swarm all over the forest. The biggest insect emergence on the planet is underway.
2: Who is this announcer, this famous nature announcer for the BBC? Do you know? Uh, mm-hmm. Marv Albert. Shut up. <laughs> Sounds
5: like, like Roddy McDowell, someone very <sighs> British. <laughs> there it is. There's the noise. Yeah. There
2: it is. Coming soon. I'm going back to Arizona.
4: (laughs) After an absence of 17 years, the forest is now overrun
5: cicadas.
2: Cicadas. (laughs) I'm going to call them cicadas. We need some privacy. (laughs) (laughs) And have everyone here go, it's cicadas. I love
5: the British and their words.
2: The adults
4: are clumsy and very edible. Uh-oh. An alligator. Snapping turtle. Oh, no. That's a snapping turtle. Oh,
2: yeah. (laughs) In the water. (laughs) <laughs> turtle's like, ooh, don't mind if I do, I remember, says the turtle. I remember it's in 87
5: stepping on them and be like, oh, this is yeah. disgusting, because they were everywhere, everywhere on the sidewalk. Every 17
6: years, they must think, what a feast. I know. It's like a <laughs> it's like a bar mitzvah and a wedding all in one. <laughs> <Does> a skunk
5: <laughs> eats them, and a turtle eats them. I'll
2: yeah. never forget, 17 years ago, 2004, I had stopped to get a big gulp at the 7-Eleven <laughs> McLean on my way home, and I got back in the car, and I didn't know one had crawled inside the car. Uh-oh. And it was right on the door jamb just over my shoulder. And as soon as I start pulling out, it lets out its... I, jumped, I practically jumped through the roof. I was so scared. I was like, ah, ah, I stopped the car and I get out. like, where is it? Where is it? <laughs> so that'll be fun this summer. All right, boys. On with our Sundays. Good to talk to you guys. Don't forget, Steve Salomon Podcast on Patreon. Search for it. Also, the Lynn Murray Solly Podcast as well. Andy he can be heard on the Sports Capital AM630 here in DC and online. What's your online outlet
6: for that? ASPN630DC.com. Okay. Home of the Orioles this season. Home of the Orioles. Home
2: of the Orioles. I was
5: listening coming into the game and
2: Yeah, with the, I think they fielded a team that had $13 million in total payroll the other night. And basically there was 264 players making that much alone wow. or more in the major.
5: 2-0 already.
2: All right. Very good boys. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Let's end on a palate cleanser. How do you know when somebody is really, really triggered? You can get them to commit a crime with nothing but a bullhorn. Some guy in Canada, I believe, went driving slowly through a downtown area with a bullhorn and was saying the following to people walking by. It was only after about a minute or so that what this guy was saying was so triggering, so offensive, so brain melting, the guy picked up a bicycle and started smashing it against the side of the van. What could possibly cause somebody to do such a thing? Were they shouting? Were they using a bullhorn to direct insults at one's mother? At one's children, were you using profanity? Were you stationed on the corner where somebody was trying to enjoy a peaceful afternoon and you wouldn't shut up with a bullhorn? No. The answer is no on any of that. This guy was rolling through the streets of downtown. His message on his bullhorn, whether you liked it or not, would have been gone in a matter of seconds. What could have possibly been...
3: Trust the media. You're all doing a great job. Keep wearing those masks, guys. Keep wearing those masks. You two are a little bit too close together. Sorry, can you guys social distance you in the orange? Come on, you're right next to all these people over here. Come on, think of your grandparents. This is crazy. But other than that, you're all doing a great job trusting the narrative. Do what the news tells you. Do what the government tells you. You're all doing a great job. Congratulations, we love you. Congratulations for following the narrative and trusting the news and not questioning anything. <laughs> you're all doing a great job complying with the narrative. There's definitely not a psychological operation happening and you're convinced of a reality that's based on fear that has nothing to do with what's actually happening. Fuck
1: you! you fuck up. You, fuck you shut the fuck up! <laughs>
3: Get the-, like hey, you. get the fuck what? out of here You're fucking insane bro Get the fuck out of here Get the, get the fuck out of here Get the <laughs> fuck out of here You're insane bro
2: <laughs> He's not done yet Here get comes a bike the
3: from this guy. I can't. Dude get the fuck out of here man I'm gonna kick you in the fucking head We're trying to wake people up Because you've been psyoped We love you people <laughs> But you've been psychologically <laughs> You've literally been psyoped
2: And then finally the windshield Boom.
3: Okay, are you happy now? Are you happy now, you fucking asshole? We're trying to wake you people up over here.
2: <laughs> it's both hilarious and frightening at the same time. Because they were videotaping, and they've got this guy, I'm sure. They'll be able to identify this guy. And I would imagine, I would hope they press charges. If there's an update on the story that you people see out there, let me know. Um, I, I, you know, who knows if it'll probably get off the chart, who knows? I I don't expect anything, but it'll, it'll be a inconvenience to his life. That's for sure. He's gonna have to pay for the window. I would imagine. I don't know whose bike it was. Probably wasn't his bike either. All because why? Because that guy was saying what he knew deep down was right. But he has been conditioned and psychologically tricked into thinking just saying those things meant you were on the side of evil. It's one of the most amazing videos I've ever seen and one of the most amazing examples of how absolutely insanely mad people can get at a total stranger for basically nothing, for basically espousing views in a sarcastic way that don't align with what you and your reality says should be the case. All right, that'll be it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Great to be back uh, in the home studio. Looking forward to a big week at Augusta National. We are going to have a lot of fun as the masters, the proper masters in springtime with patrons, although we'll see how many they let in, begins on Thursday. Thanks again, have a great Monday, and we will see you next time. March is here and the madness has officially begun. It's time for you to shoot your shot and score big on the nonstop action with my Bookie. Select the winners from 63 tournament games in the MyBookie bracket contest for a chance at $10,000 in cash prizes. And it's only a dollar to enter. It doesn't matter whether you're filling out multiple brackets, betting the national championship winner, or simply looking for player and game props. MyBookie has you covered. Sign up today at mybookie.ag and use promo code ZABE to secure a deposit bonus up to $1,000. And make sure you use my promo code so they know I hooked you up. That's promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, to claim your first deposit bonus. College ball, NBA, NHL, no matter the sport, no matter the minute, my bookie puts the action in your hands with in-game live betting and with choices from thousands of lines and odds, you can turn any game day into payday. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie.
0: Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty?
4: Dot com.